From San Jose, California, this is A Walk in the Park, a weekly podcast from the City of San Jose Department of Parks, Recreation, and Neighborhood Services, also known as PRNS. My name is Valerie Brunt. And my name is David No. We're two young communicators from the City of San Jose and will be your hosts throughout National Parks and Rec Month. We hope you enjoy meeting our different PRNS teammates every week as we highlight the essential services our department provides for the community. Throughout the month of July, this podcast will feature our people and their stories from the field as PRNS essential workers. Our PRNS team really does it all, whether it's distributing food to people in need, providing childcare for essential workers, or keeping our 200 plus parks and trails safe and maintained. Our team is building community and providing quality essential services during a time when our community needs our support. So without further ado, this is A Walk in the Park. Welcome back, David. Happy to be back, Val. Last week might have been our first episode, but I really think we're getting the hang of this. One of the things we are really looking forward to in this episode is to talk about how PRNS employs equitable programming in all of its classes and leisurely programs. PRNS, our department, always puts forth equity and access in all things that we do. PRNS programs and facilities welcome people of all ages, abilities, and walks of life. Recreation program specialists are really the behind the scenes workers of all PRNS programs and classes. Recreation program specialists not only make sure that kids are safe, but they also make sure that programs run smoothly and, and most importantly, classes are fun. But since the beginning of Shelter in Place, they've really had to shift responsibilities, haven't they, Valerie? Recreation program specialists have pivoted their work responsibilities just as PRNS has. So today, we're going to be talking to some PRNS essential workers who are helping provide better equity and access to our community. My name is Jeremy Corrales. I am a recreation program specialist working in RNS, currently stationed out of the old Almaden Winery. As a recreation program specialist, I work in the with the out of school time team. So our office oversees most of our out of school time programs, which would be camps, after school programs, teen centers, preschool, etc. My role is I oversee the contracts and kind of partnerships. For some of our grant-funded programs, so specifically the ACES after-school program, which is federally funded, I handle the contracts with the school districts. Recently, before before COVID, I was taking over uh, handling our contracts with the school districts for our Rock after-school programs. I oversee our partnership with Second Harvest of Silicon Valley, which provides snacks and beverages for all of our youth programs throughout the school year and summer as well. And then lastly, I oversee the grant and contracts and food ordering for our participation in the Summer Food Service Program, which provides funding for you know, lunch and afternoon snacks for our more disadvantaged youth. So that's through several community centers where we have our camps at. Thank you for joining us today, Jeremy. If you could walk us through how the Recreation and Neighborhood Services Division has had to shift and change responsibilities, how would you describe the changes? Our team has been activated to help out with meal distribution in partnership with several school districts throughout the county. So our team essentially is ordering food, 
we are getting staffing and training them to hand out meals at each of these sites. We're also ordering for several school, school districts that we're not staffing. My main role is actually placing the orders for food. So I reach out to the school districts and, you know, check and see what their numbers are, what they are requesting in terms of quantity of lunches, breakfast, dinners, what have you. And then I am the one placing the orders uh, through the food vendor. So we're ordering anywhere between, you know, 30,000 and 60,000 meals a week for these sites. And then other things that I do, I kind of handle any kind of discrepancies with our orders. So the sites will contact me if they're missing meals or if there's damaged meals. And I'm kind of that person that brings that to the attention of the food vendor to either get more food brought out there or get some kind of a credit on our account for, you know, upcoming orders. And yeah, I'm just, I'm just kind of part of that essential team. Do you have any other thoughts about how PRNS has responded to the pandemic? And the work you and your team are doing with food distribution? My role right now, like going doing food distribution, it feels really good to know that I'm addressing or that our team is addressing, you know, hunger in our area and that we're providing these resources to families that really depend on, you know, typically free meals from schools for their kids. So, you know, knowing that there's families out of work that aren't able to feed their children, like we're providing that, that's a really rewarding feeling for me. Yeah, definitely. I feel as if PRNS has really been through there, through every step of the way, especially during the shelter in place. So I feel like you definitely just highlighted that, that, you know, we're going to continue to be there um, no matter what's happening in our community. Right, right. And the same thing for me, like I was not working on the front lines and or working in essential work with PRNS and, you know, the services that I relied on or that I looked forward to just stopped and I didn't hear anything, I would be very upset. Jeremy, I really appreciate you sitting down and taking the time to chat with me and Valerie today. We've really enjoyed hearing from you. And I really hope to meet you in person one day. Of course. Thank you guys so much for having me. This is actually really fun to do. Have a good one. Our next guest is the lovely Lauren Hawkins. My name is Lauren Hawkins. I work for the Department of Parks and Recreation Neighborhood Services in the Recreation and Neighborhood Services Division. Normally, I oversee the department's early education programming, so specifically the San Jose Recreation Preschool and Camp San Jose Junior Summer Camp that's offered at all of our regional community centers throughout the city. Hey, Lauren. It's really nice to hear from you again. What can you tell us about the dynamics of working through a shelter-in-place order and what, if any, obstacles has your team overcome? Fortunately, there hasn't been too big of a shift for me personally. Early on in the COVID response, I was just continuing to support the children and families that I was working with, um, along with my team that serves you know, each respective council district, supporting them during this transition. So working with them to get them refunds, communication about what the city was doing and the department was doing, you know, just trying to keep families up to date with the information that we had as it came available to us. But one of the cool things that, you know, my team and I did was we did virtual preschool. So um, we continued to provide, you know, our program just in a modified setting to our participants via Zoom. We did show and tell, which is always really popular with the kids, and just 
checking in, you know, not just with the kiddos, but with the parents as well and supporting them. We did have a couple of families who were unfortunately impacted by the effects of the global pandemic. And so we were able to connect them with some of the resources that came out um, in light of people losing their jobs and being affected. So that was, I mean, for me, that was a nice feel good moment to know that, you know, we weren't just providing services to the children, but we were also being able to connect families to continue to have some sense of normalcy in their lives. Yeah. Awesome. I feel like PRNS has definitely adapted during this time to just, you know, shift and be there for the community. Definitely. I think uh, that's one of the really great things that uh, this department does day in and day out, whether it's a pandemic or not, is we are constant in many people's lives. I think it's a common theme in all of the conversations we've been having with PRNS Mm -hmm. staff is to provide that sense of normalcy, even when there are modifications. Why do you think PRNS employees are essential? The work that I've been doing in response to the global pandemic and supporting the department, the virtual programming. So that has been one of my main focuses during this global pandemic, other than emergency childcare. And the virtual programming, like I mentioned, it's challenged me as a programmer. It's challenged the idea of what recreational programming is and the modes in which we communicate. One of the things that many members of the department, I think, would echo is that we serve a so a, a extremely diverse community, which is amazing, right? That's one of the things that I love about this department and the city is that we are so culturally diverse that there's always an opportunity to learn something new and gain a different perspective. And so kind of looking at what we're doing within virtual recreation through that lens of you know, how, how do these programs amplify those different cultures, linguistical backgrounds that we have in, in this city and in this valley? And then how can we take what we've learned through the Virtual Recreation Center of, in terms of providing access to in-person? You know, we realized that we need to have more documents and services in multiple languages to really, you know, reach those individuals that are not native English speakers so that they can receive the same benefits of, you know, people whose primary language is English and just providing activities that are also culturally relevant to them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Lauren. I, I think you brought up a great point on the idea of how diverse our community is. For example, me and Valerie, we do a lot of translations. Valerie does Spanish, I do the Vietnamese, and it's it's really amazing to see how PRNS is our ability to not only pivot, but to provide equitable mm-hmm. programming to everyone. So uh, yeah, we really appreciate all the work you're doing. No, and you bring up a really great point as well. The, those services that you guys are providing, I, I see that firsthand. And I don't, I don't know if you guys always do as part of the communications team, but families that I interact with, they're really appreciative that it's, it's something that they they don't need help with, right? They have the pride and the ability to do it on their own. It's, it's something that I think a lot of us take for granted. I would hope that it is becoming more of a norm to provide these materials or activities in multiple languages. Our motto of building community through fun is that we hold dearly to our hearts, but 
your ability to pivot and adapt is is something that is really representative of the great work that we do and thank you for sharing everything today yeah thank you guys i know that i'm not the only person in this department that to your point david amplifies or exemplifies excuse me all that prns is you know i'm just i'm one of many and i appreciate the time to you know be chosen to share my thoughts and feelings and i'm very proud to be a part of this team that is the department of parks and recreation a walk in the park is a production of the city of san jose parks recreation and neighborhood services New episodes are released in celebration of National Parks and Rec Month. This podcast is part of We Are Essential, a new PRNS initiative to raise awareness about the experiences of staff members working hard to support residents in their time of need. To find out how you can access city services and learn more about PRNS, make sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SJ Parks and Rec. And if you want to keep checking out our podcast, don't forget to listen in on our YouTube channel or Spotify account at SJ Parks and Rec.